Are there any other options? Let's say if Ubaba doesn't resign, what other options does the ANC have if they really need to get rid of him? Because we've been hearing that Kutua, he's a liability. And there's actually a video of him saying he's, he's heard Amahim him, people saying he's a liability. Uh, they're going to want him to go. So it looks like he's a bit stubborn. He's not willing to go down without a fight. What are the other options for the ANC? Well, there are two more options. The most immediate and uh, realistic one is a, a motion of no confidence tabled before parliament. Mm -hmm. uh, that would be the easiest and, and quickest. Already, as you know, there is such a motion which is going to be debated according to the parliamentary program on the 22nd of um, this month, tabled by the ESF. So if um, President Zuma uh, were, were to refuse to, to resign, the ANC would exercise that option of, one, either voting with the ESF or tabling its own motion to, to remove him from office. The second option is that of impeachment. Mm -hmm. That is a little more complicated in the sense that Parliament is still seized with the responsibility to craft impeachment rules. So that would take time. But the most, the quickest, as I said, is a motion of no confidence. Okay, and there's also the issue of him resigning, right? So with 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 whichever option that 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 comes first, let's say he resigns, what does he stand to gain and lose if he resigns? Well, if, to be honest, he has now pushed himself in, into a corner. If he resigns, uh, he will be saved the humiliation of his um, removal from office being processed publicly uh, in Parliament. So that, that, that's what he would gain. But essentially, really, he has nothing to gain um, from a public perspective because there have been calls for him to step down. So even if he were to resign, I don't think that there would uh, be anyone who would um, interpret that as a dignified exit. Uh, quite clearly, there are many South Africans who no longer want to see him in office. Mm -hmm. So if they take the motion of no confidence, which happens after the budget, right, on the 22nd of February, if that passes <laughs> and that goes ahead, what does he stand to lose then? Well, um, he, he would lose faith. Uh, there is nothing more than that that he would, would lose. In other words, his integrity would be dented further. In terms of his benefits, even uh, if he were to be removed through a motion of no confidence, he wouldn't lose that. He would lose benefits if he were to be removed through uh, impeachment. Like I said, that is the most unrealistic uh, route. It would take time. I think the quickest would be a motion of no confidence. Do you think he still has the numbers in terms of, let's say, he, he thinks maybe the impeachment could happen and he knows that it could be a long process. Do you think he has the numbers to influence members of parliament in the ANC, um, in the ANC side to, to stick with him? No, I don't think so. There have been very few senior leaders of the ANC since the calls for him to step down uh, uh, gained momentum who have publicly defended him. Really, less than three people who have public defended him. I think that a number of those who used to support him have now shifted because they are making practical calculations. They know 
that Cyril Ramaphosa is going to be the next president of South Africa should the ANC win in 2019. So they want to butter their own bread. So if there were to be a motion of no confidence in parliament, I have no doubt that the majority of ANC members in parliament would actually vote against, would actually vote against him. As things stand, how do you see it? Who has control at the moment? Is it President Zuma or ANC President Cyril Ramaphosa? I think it is Cyril Ramaphosa. The tricky thing is this. Jacob Zuma has state power, and state power is much more uh, weightier than um, uh, political power. So, which is why he had to be treated very carefully because he's still the the commander-in-chief of the armed forces. So he actually has teeth to bite. If he were to decide to, to instruct the army or even the police to arrest someone, he has that power. But Sir Ramaphosa doesn't have that, 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 state, that state power. But politically, Sir Ramaphosa is more powerful in the sense that he is the one who can command political forces of the ANC in parliament and outside parliament. What could they be negotiating? We heard that they, they were talking... And then there were photos this evening, I mean, this, this afternoon of, of them talking to members of the cabinet. What could they be negotiating? I think the negotiation is, is centers around him resigning voluntarily so that uh, the parliamentary process is not complicated. And, and that must be the, 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 the proposal by Sir Ramaphosa. But if you are negotiating, you don't dictate terms. It's a give and take. I have no doubt that Jacob Zuma must also be placing his own demands on the table. It is alleged that he would like to see his ministers remaining in cabinet. And that's very difficult for anybody to guarantee because a new president has all the constitutional powers to appoint and dismiss ministers. So I think the negotiations revolve around him resigning voluntarily, or his ministers remaining in cabinet. How would that benefit him, having his ministers there, for someone who's questioning? Well, well, it means that uh, he would continue to have contact in cabinet. Um, And and those contacts would would be very helpful in terms of uh, a flow of information between what is happening in cabinet and himself. So in other words, if it were to be discussed, uh, in cabinet, or some of the contracts that are dodged that took place under him were to be dis- discussed in, in cabinet. And if a decision were to be taken in cabinet as to what is to be done with regard to some of the decisions he took, he would immediately know because he would have people in cabinet who essentially would, be, would pay uh, allegiance to him. Last question, sir. You are so confident, you were so confident this morning that the resignation is imminent between now and Sunday. What makes you so confident? It is because of the postponement of the special NEC meeting of the, of the ANC, which essentially was supposed to take the categoric decision that Jacob Zuma must step down. The fact that uh, that uh, meeting was postponed at the request of Phil Ramaphosa tells me that Jacob Zuma must have told Sir Ramaphosa that there is no need for such a meeting to take place because he is going to accede to the request placed by, to him by the top six of the ANC. So I am very confident that we are going to see a significant movement before Monday. Anything else you want to add? And I'm thinking as you, you're giving me this answer, should we trust Obama? Because, <laughs> I mean, politicians, you know, can montage 
Should we trust him? If that's the case. He can't be trusted. You can always montage you, you, you are correct. But he knows what is at stake. If we were to montage, he knows that that NEC can be activated within a day. Because it, it happened. Uh, it was activated within two days. So I, I think that if you were to montage, he would be mindful that uh, such montaging such montaging would anger members of the NEC. So you wouldn't take such a risk in my view. But you are right. He's not a man of his weight. He can't be trusted.